Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. For a long, long time now, I have encouraged people to get involved in their local governments. See what your local library board is doing. Just sit in on a city council meeting. I mean, you don't have to actually testify in front of all those city council members and and mayor. If you just go and sit at the meetings, you don't have to say anything. They'll They'll hand you a little... Uh, sheet of paper that has the agenda on it. Um, and you can just sit there and see what's actually going on in your local city uh, or even run for a school board position. I mean, there's many things that you can do to get involved. And and many people will say that they couldn't do that because they, would, they wouldn't really know what to do. Well, believe me, it's not hard. It's not hard to do these things as long as you can think rationally and you have good character. I was on the school board for 10 years. And during that time, we helped to change that entire school district to one of the very best in the state. How did we do this? Well, we encouraged other people that would make great school board members to actually run. After having a majority of people on the school board, that put, you know, they they put kids as the priority. We were able to transform things for good and for and for the good of children. I mean, we put children as the priority in our decision making. I know this is kind of one of those things you don't see very often, right, <laughs> in, a, in a school district, but it it made a difference. You don't have to run for office to make a difference, though. Those that have, you know, ever taken the step of sitting in on a on a local public meeting soon find out that your voice really does make a big difference. So to say that, well, I'm just one person; it doesn't really matter what what uh, I think. Uh, they've already made up their mind about about things. Well, yeah, there's some of that that goes on, but. Really, when when you're able to to lift your voice to whatever situation it is, it does make a difference. Whether you're a parent or not, why would you not want the the best for the children of your community? So when people do step up and make their voices heard, many boards and government agencies don't know how to handle it. They they preach that they want diversity of thought. But when that diversity of thought presents itself, they do everything they can do to silence it. And this very thing just happened in a town in the state of Washington. The Washougal School District was having a public board meeting. Several parents were coming to let the school board know that the continued mass mandates and and the teaching of state mandated critical race theory curriculum was was of concern to them and two different moms that had never attended a school board meeting in their life decided to get involved in their kids' education 
And that's when things went terribly wrong. (laughs) The podcast, The Reckoning, played a video of these two moms' account of what happened. And they they play uh, a video that they took at the time of the incident. Now, you will hear, because I'm going to play what they said, and you will hear them say that, that they shut the door in their face. Well, actually, they shut a window because the door was actually locked when they uh, came back. So you're going to hear what they have to say here, and then we'll talk about that. Here is Patricia Bellamy and Melissa McElwain in their own words, describing how they were treated when the school board abruptly ended the meeting because someone with a medical exemption wasn't wearing a mask. Then, after pretending to walk to their cars, they ran back in, locked the door, and conducted an illegal meeting without them. When these moms went to the open window to hear what was going on, it was shut in their face. The police were called and they were given a citation for trespassing. Not allowed to now go back on school property or I risk being arrested. Meaning I can't pick up my children from school. I can't drop off my children at school. If there's an emergency, I have to have somebody help me. I can't watch my daughter's fifth grade graduation or my son's kindergarten graduation because I went to a board meeting, was not allowed to speak after following all the mandates and saying that I was fine with another participant not wearing a mask. We're asking you to come stand and fight with us at the school board meeting that is on Tuesday, May 25th at 5 p.m. We will be there and we will not be quiet. Hi, Washougal community. My name is Patricia Bellamy. I'm a single mom here. Uh, I'm a retired Navy veteran. I'm an electrical engineer and I need your help. I got kicked out of a board meeting to try to speak my mind out against some things that our school district's doing. And I need you to come fight and stand with me now. Hey everyone, uh, my name is Melissa McElwain. I'm a single mother here in the Washougal School District and I need your help in fighting for the rights of our children, mine and yours because the school board here is trying to silence those who don't agree with the curriculum or the narrative that's being pushed on our children. So please, please start speaking up. On May 11th, we had done every requirement to attend the school board meeting at Washougal in person. We showed up, got our temperature checked, put our masks on, and went inside the building. We agreed that we had no problem with one community member who refused to wear her mask, even though we complied. And to the board members, that was a disruption, canceled the meeting and told everybody that the boardroom needed to be cleared. Everybody got up, walked out of the boardroom, and so we left peacefully. As we were leaving and on our way home, we realized via Zoom that the meeting had continued and that the other participants of the meeting had been allowed back in the room. So we went back to the building. Upon arrival, we were locked out. We had the window shut on us and we were mocked and ridiculed for a good 30 minutes 
for simply trying to enter into a public forum and have our voices heard in regards to our children. This here is crazy. So, they are holding a public meeting. They locked us out. So what they did was they lied to us to get us out. They all came back. This is not public under any circumstance. This is absolutely legal. No, you can't. So they're going to close the door right now. There we go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> At this point, another parent had arrived, and we being stunned just kind of stood there trying to figure out what was going on and how we could be a part of this meeting that is something we are very concerned with for our children so after about 30 minutes of standing outside in pure disbelief at the events that had just transpired with this public board meeting one of the community members um, went to her car and got chalk markers and began to write on the windows of the building and some cars. Um, me and Mel <laughs> did not partake in this. <laughs> along with another witness. Along with Yes, along with another witness. Um, we were literally just standing there, um, again, still in disbelief. Um, but I absolutely, 100% completely understand the frustrations of the other community member to do something like that. Um, there was no vandalism, no damage done no to anything. There was no yelling. There was no disrespect. Um, there was no busting out windows of cars. We did not um, vandalize a public building, public property in any capacity. As we're standing outside, you know, still in just utter shock of what is going on as the public meeting is happening and we are being illegally kept from that after adhering to all of their guidelines, um, the police do show up. Um, the officer who spoke to us was herself not masked. She also informed us that we were right we were not allowed to be they were not allowed to ban us from a public meeting for any reason whatsoever they have to accommodate all public members so after this in uh writing w witness statements that she asked us to do and we kindly complied with um about five minutes later she comes over and tells us that the school board is citing us for trespassing and <laughs> Because of that, we can now not be on school property for the next year. I am a single mother of three children, and I have, if I am we... not allowed to now go back on school property, or I risk being arrested. Meaning, I can't pick up my children from school, I can't drop off my children at school. If there's an emergency, I have to have somebody help me. I can't watch my daughter's fifth grade graduation or my son's kindergarten graduation because I went to a board meeting, was not allowed to speak after following all the mandates and saying that I was fine with another participant not wearing a mask. This is insane. So after all this, then we find out 
just because we were not allowed to speak, now they're lying about us. That we were not wearing masks, which we were. We never vandalized anything. We were not harassing. We did not, the three of us, intimidate 11 people in that building. I am a single mother. I work my butt off to provide for my children. They are my life. They are everything to me. And attending a board meeting to stand up for them because I'm tired of them having cracked hands from too much hand sanitizer or not, not even knowing their friends' faces because of a mask mandate. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of having to rely on my mom to help me when she has her own a pacemaker just put in in medical conditions where she can't be stressed out. We're tired. We're done. I've been a member of this community for 13 years and I thought that my voice mattered to the people that I see around here, that I run into at the store. And to sit here and be publicly defamed by the people that not only did I trust and care about, but I trust with my children is so appalling to me and so just, I don't even necessarily have an understanding of what happened and why it happened. We are meant to be working together to, to raise these children to be functioning citizens of this country and you interfered with my ability to do that because you didn't like what we had to say and you you had an excuse you took it and you ran with it I'm sure if that wasn't available there would have been another one absolutely and I have never been more disappointed in this school system in this town than I have been in the last week this is disgusting um, anybody that knows myself or Patty, you guys are smarter than this. Like, what? at what point are you going to understand that this is all just a show? Because they know they messed up. And they did. They absolutely did. I'm, I'm really just hurt by all this more than anything. I love this town. I love this community. I, I want it to be a safe place for our children, and I will continue to to be here. You, you're not going to make me go away. This, these are our children. They are the future leaders of this generation, and we all need to either wake up and start speaking out and saying something. There are ways of teaching these programs without it being such harsh rhetoric or victim mentality. Why can't we find a better resolution? Why does it have to be, nope, silence, restraining order? And this is happening all across America. So everybody needs to either buckle up and put their big boy pants on, or we're going to lose everything we love about this country and this town. This is us asking you to help us have a voice for our children. This kind of behavior by public officials is totally illegal and wrong board members and staff that would do this kind of thing do not have the character to run a school district. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The board members and staff that would do this kind of thing 
do not have the character to run a school district. So as you heard at the beginning of the clip, there was a rally at the school district office at at the next uh, board meeting. This took place earlier this week, and I and this podcast went and attended the rally. I met several individuals that you know were, were pretty upset about what happened and wanted to show their support for the moms. I met one mom uh, named Diana Napoleon that put into words so much of what many people were feeling. Listen to my interview. My name is Diana Napoleon, and I am just here to support my community and try and get involved in um, the fight for our kids, what's being taught to them, you know, the indoctrination of the masks and, you know, just them being free. I want my kids to live in a society where everyone is equal regardless of how they look. And um, I have biracial children, so it's really important to me that my kids don't get raised thinking that half their family is better or worse than the other. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get emotional. No, you're fine. Um, and so it's it's really important to me that my kids are able to be raised without thinking that race defines them. That's awesome. The school board here has really shown their colors in many ways of what, what they think of uh, what you're talking about here with racial uh, type of diversity and that type of thing. What what do you think that they should do differently? So I was actually um, not familiar with any of the board members. So I kind of looked at a lot of their bios and kind of looked at just them as people and over the last few days. And I was pretty surprised that none of them have a skin in the game in Washougal, really. A lot of them are people that come from either other cities or, you know, they're not really, they're not Washougal residents that I could tell. To me, it's like, you know, why? What what's your motivation for being here? Why do you care what our kids do and don't learn? And who has a more vested interest than the parents of these kids? And the fact that you don't want them to be heard because their voice is different than yours um, just really hit me as ridiculous and, and, and ludicrous that they would even think that they know better than these parents for their own children. So um, it really infuriated me, actually, when I watched, I watched the video of the woman who was at the meeting, and she wasn't even doing anything that I could tell. She was being approached, she was being harassed, um, and she was having her you know, rights violated by saying she couldn't be present because she, she may have a medical exemption, they don't know. And so um, it was pretty alarming to me that at this low level of government, if we're being shut out, what's gonna happen you know, as you get higher and higher in government? So um, trying to get involved, you know, hopefully we can make some changes here. That's awesome. So, um, so you said that you didn't really look at school board things or really didn't know what was going on. What what has caused you to really want to? What, was there a trigger? Was there something that that happened, or was it just over time, little by little, that caused you to want to get involved more? So a few years ago, my daughter attended the public school here in Washougal, and I liked the school. There were just some. You could feel there was a political shift happening, and so I pulled my daughter out. She's been going online for several years, but she's coming to an age, she's 13, she needs friends, and so I have been looking at options for school for her, and of course I would love her to go to the local school where we live, but how could I in good conscience send my child to a school that's 
going to teach her things that completely go against our faith and our beliefs and our, you know, just who we are as people. So I would like it to be a place where I could send her. I would like to make it somewhere that I could send her. Um, and my son is going to be in kindergarten. I would like to him have him go to school somewhere. I just don't know if that's feasible because I'm not going to send my kids to where they have to be masked all day. Um, and I'm not going to send them to somewhere where they're being taught that America is a, you know, a fascist country, a racist country. Um, I think it's really, it's, it's, it's a big slap in the face. I mean, my, my parents are, my dad was a first generation American. I mean, we, we, we were not, you know, my dad's family was dirt poor. We worked for this, you know, um, I don't like the idea of privilege. I, I was not privileged. My parents were not privileged. And so I think it's, it's terrible to label people and box them in in that way. Just as I'm sure you could look at any ethnicity in the world and you, you could find things that, that are, you know, specific or unique to those people. But everyone in America should get the same opportunity. And they do. I believe they do. You are, it is what you make it. So um, I would like my kids to be in a school system that, that believes the same. So many times we focus on the negative things happening around us. What I hope you get out of this podcast today is more than just an account of a corrupt school district. What I hope you have heard is parents that are getting involved. They're going to board meetings and making their voices heard. They're getting fired up with the way things uh, are, are run. They're, they're getting even fed up with what's happening in their local districts. They're considering running for public office even, e even though they, they never saw themselves doing anything of the sort before. <laughs> You want to hear the, the capper to this story? Do you think that the school district saw the light and understood that the way they are handling this is completely out of bounds? <laughs> nope. <laughs> the, the meeting this week where the rally of over 300 people attended was moved to a Zoom meeting only. They couldn't even show up at the building where they, they were going to have their school board meeting. Why? Because they didn't want to hear from those parents that were upset about how they were handling this. They could not face the scrutiny of what they were doing. They had to go and have a Zoom meeting only to block public input into their meeting. So I guess there is a, a couple things to learn from this. Number one, that it is important to work to get good leaders at all levels of government. Yes, having a governor and a legislature filled with those that have good character and, sh and share your values is important, but also that important decisions are made at all levels. So when I was mayor of a, uh, of a town where the water district was a, a separate entity, <laughs> so the water district had actually formed 
kind of weird, uh, uh, a year before the town was actually incorporated. And so the water district was not a part of the city. It was its own entity, and it even had its own elected board. Now, not all water districts are this way, but this one was, and that was fine. Except the water district was corrupt, and it made decisions that were not in the best interest of those that were receiving its water. <laughs> and I'm not, I don't, we don't have time for the podcast today to go into all the reasons, but ju- let's just safe to say that because of the decisions of this water board, that the water was in some cases unsafe to drink, that the, the, the fire hydrants in the community had not been uh, tested in years. Um, they, there, the um, the tanks uh, that that were holding the water had not. They, they, there were birds that were you know, getting in and, and nesting in, inside there. The the water was not being tested, even though it was a state mandate to do so. Um, just, there were so many things that that were wrong with this water district, and yet it had an elected board that these members were elected positions. And so, you know, that somebody would run for the, the water board and, and, uh, and, and they would be on that board and, and, and you, you, you would think, well, you know, what kind of difference can I make being on a, a water district board? Right. I mean, I mean, you know, how am I going to make a difference being on a water district board? Well, in this case, you would have made a difference by seeing what's going on and 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 calling them out on it and trying to make a difference there you would have been able to make sure that that people weren't just names were written uh on um on subcommittees uh there there was a a budget their, their budget committee had members on it that didn't know they were on the budget committee. <laughs> they weren't getting copies of the budget. <laughs> they they just had their names written in there. I mean, there were so many things wrong with this water district. And 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 yet if you if if you or or some someone that had good character and had the ability to make moral, rational decisions were, were was was to run for one of these uh, positions on the water district, then things would have been different. You see, it you don't have to run for governor to make a difference in your area. You don't have uh, you don't even have to wait for the perfect candidate to come along to get involved. I mean, that's that's something else I think that we learn from this. If you have good character, a moral set of values, and the ability to rationally look at a situation and make a decision, you'd be great. That's really what it takes. You can you can change the situation. More and more people are getting fed up. More and more people are not just going on with their lives and saying that, you know, that's not for me. Did you hear what these ladies are saying here? It's important to everyone, children and adults, and society as a whole, that we are informed and involved. But Doug, I I can't afford the time. Yes, 
you can. But Doug, I, I don't know anything about that stuff. Why don't you know anything about you know our kids' education? You you know more than you think. But Doug, what will people think? They will at least respect that you stand for something and took action and didn't just complain and make excuses. Now, you may agree and you may disagree with me, but I what I am saying here is that I think the tide is turning. And I think that we see more and more people that are understanding the importance of at least being involved. You don't have to run. I'm not saying that everybody has to run for office but at least be involved and at least know what's going on. And I would love to hear your stories. I would love to hear uh, what your thoughts are on this type of thing. You can always go to UncommonSensePodcast.com. And thank you for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.